Hello there, my name is Justin. I want to welcome you to the Sound University podcast with our very own creative freedom fighter, Vertical Jones. Episode 9, The Variety Pack. We've covered uh, so much uh, already, you know what I mean? And uh, this is another one that uh, is very important. Another gem, something I've learned recently. And uh, I think it would be of some assistance, of some help to you guys. Um, a lot of stuff going on in the world. Um Great time for music. Uh, J. Cole dropped a joint. He's one of our uh, creative freedom fighters. Uh, Somebody that uh, pushes the envelope. An artist as well as a songwriter, as well as a a music producer. Um, So he has a new album coming out uh, this week, if I'm not mistaken. And then uh, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, came out with an album called Awaken, Awaken My Love. Wow, this is probably my favorite album right now. Um, I'm sure this is gonna win all kind of all kinds of awards. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the album is amazing. You guys have to check it out. He's another one of our uh, freedom fighters that, uh, not just in the realm of music, but in the realm of uh, just art in general. He's a a, a writer. Uh, he's a performer. He's a actor. He's a uh, he's one of those guys that we feel like he can do anything. Like one of those multi, like most deaf is like that too on a low. I think a lot of us forgot how talented of a uh, actor he is, and how funny he is, and how good he is as a uh, musician. Uh, so shout out uh, Childish Gambino. Uh, I heard Drake is coming out too. Uh, he's another one that's uh, at the forefront of the music scene. And uh, anybody else? Oh, Cuddy. Mr. Solo Dolo. Love Cuddy. Big fan of Cuddy. He's also a creative freedom fighter. He always uh, pushes the envelope. And he's also a big uh, component of self-expression. Uh, so shout out to Cuddy. Waiting for that album. Fourth quarter is crazy. I'm even dropping. Uh, I have a, a, a project or album that I worked on uh, the last few months, and the name of it is Swim. And right before I release it, whatever week we're in, whatever episode we're in, I talk about it. Maybe I have one of my peoples come and interview me about the project, and you guys could get a little inside take on it. Because it'd be weird to interview myself, even though I've done it before. Episode nine. The variety pack. Um, 
it's something that happens in in hip in hip hop music, especially I know from being around the Def Jams and the Interscopes and the Sonys and the uh, Arises and all these in the early 2000s. And when putting together a hip-hop album, it'll go something like this. The conversation will go something like this. All right, so we got the girl record. We got the club record. We got the radio record. We got uh, got the street records. I know that's what you really want to do, but we got to cover all these bases. We got to make sure everybody's happy. And uh, you put you put out this project, and it isn't really well received. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, okay, that's cool. And what happens is people gravitate toward what's, what they feel is most authentic. And then you have somebody like uh, Donald Glover comes out, and he makes this funk, retro, parliament, Sly and the Family Stone-esque uh, alternative rock album that's very specific and very particular about what it is sonically. And you, you see what happens. The world goes crazy. Oh my God. When I heard it, I said, oh my God, this sounds like Bootsy Collins. It sounds like, oh my God. Oh, I know what he did. Oh, we killed it. Right? The problem, the two scenarios, right? So, what we do in music, like I was gonna, I, I was gonna make a tweet, and I stopped myself, but I was gonna say something like, um, "I feel sorry for whoever's making normal music right about now. We're in a really exciting time in music. It's almost like the only way, only thing I can compare it to is the '70s. Like this last quarter." Or this last two years has been something like really crazy. You know what I'm saying? Started with Kendrick and Kendrick's album, which is dope and was very specific. And then we have Raspity, which is a female artist, a female MC, one of my favorite MCs. I have a top five list and she's on my top five alive list right so we had her and then we had Elza came out with an album and then we have Royce 59 all of these are super lyricists right and then we had Frank Ocean drop some all right and then we had Chance the Rapper just going crazy he dropped the coloring book I think it was called the coloring book shout out to Chance and we had Rory come out and he dropped his album within the last two or three years and we have the emergence of Rari and all of these amazing acts. And then Childish Gambino came back. And then we got uh, Anderson Pop, which came out of that uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar camp. And we had Ter- Terrence Martin album. You know what I'm saying? Then we had Kamasi Washington, who was like a jazz dude. You know what I'm saying? We had all these great albums that came out. And then we got Cuddy coming, we got J. Cole coming, and it's a great time for music. We got Vertical Jones coming, I'm coming with Swim. You know what I'm saying? It's a great time for music. But um, what happens is we try to please everybody, 
we like, oh, I'm gonna make something for I'm gonna make a club record, I'm gonna make a girl record. The chicks is gonna love this. The people that turn up, they go like this. We gotta like gotta have some trap up there. And then I got the street rec street records for all my 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 core for you know what I'm saying? Because you know I'm from the street, I'm from the hood, so the hood go connect with that. And then I got my crossover record and I'm gonna try to get some some pop chick to sing the hook and I'm gonna rap about world peace or something and then that's gonna cover that. So you know what I'm saying? We should go platinum because Everybody should like this album. It's something up there for everybody. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. This is something that happens, the conversations that happen in these meetings at these labels and the A&Rs talking to these artists and the artists. This is the mind state of artists today still. It's dudes that still think like this, dog. You go and you make your variety pack, dog. And then Frank Ocean come out and put out something that's very specific. Or you have somebody like Chance the Rapper come out with something that's very specific. Right? Kid Cudi. You know Kid Cudi coming straight at you. You know? As a synesthete, the, the music, the sound corresponds to color. So all of these people are shooting straight at you with colors. Mine's is a, it's like, it's kind of like a dark or burnt orange. And it's a, a a certain shade of hue of green, and it's a, a element of blue in there, all mixed together. That's what my sound, that's what my music sounds like. Very specific. You come in with your variety pack, and you're trying to please everybody. I seen a quote, and I got so excited when I see this because guys, you got to understand. I'm in a studio a lot of times by myself just speaking what I what I believe. And I don't know who's listening. And sometimes I feel like this podcast isn't, isn't even for right now. It may be for 10 years down the line. It may be just ground for me to speak these things and then write my book. I don't know. But when I hear things out there from other creative uh, freedom fighters... Like Chance the Rapper, and uh, I, I read an interview on Billboard, I think it was, of Childish Gambino about his role in the Star Wars and the show Atlanta and his new album, Awaken My Love. And some of the things that was said, he was talking about the left side of the brain and uh, being an analytical side. And then, you know, I think it was his manager or something was talking about it's hard to even talk to him unless I'm approaching it from a right side of the brain when I when it's. I come to him colorful and creative and then I can understand him and then he's probably one of the most amazing people, one of the most interesting people to talk to. Um, when I hear certain things that are said in a podcast, wow, man. I was listening to, uh, I think it was uh, on YouTube, a lot of the guys in the conscious community will decode a movie and it was talking about Doctor Strange. Right? And it was breaking this movie down, all this metaphysical stuff and this, all this comedic uh, philosophy and comedic science and all this stuff. And then they start talking about uh, confidence and humility. And is there a problem with humility? And I was like, oh my God, the Kanye button. They're touching on this stuff. Great minds think, so, think alike. 
And a lot of the artists that I call creative freedom fighters were all uh, vibrating along the same frequency. We're all along the same wavelength. We listen to the same music. We have the same uh, philosophy, which is dope. So I saw this quote by Chance the Rapper, and he said, don't make the music they like. Make them like the music you make. It was straight off of his Twitter, and it also said it was someone whose opinion I take to heart. I'm going to say it again. Don't make the music they like. Make them like the music you make. Make sense? Let's go back to designer again. The fact that he enjoyed it so much meant something. When you hear it, you hear the, the excitement. When you hear Chance the Rapper, right? And uh, you hear his music. And it's like, I don't know. It's just like, he's not a good singer. He's a good rapper. Uh, it's really different. It's not an easy, uh, it's not an easy uh, drink. You know what I'm saying? But it's something about it. It's authentic. He enjoys it. And when you see his interviews, when you see him performing, you see him dancing around and you see him talking about things that he cares about, you draw to it. And it's like, you know what? This is kind of dope. And the more you listen to it, wow, I like this. The variety pack. You can't please everybody. Sorry, I got a blueberry. I'm trying to eat a little bit healthy. Because usually I'd be like, small fry, McDouble, sweet tea. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's not really... So, <clears throat> um, you can't please everybody, man. I learned this, man. I just learned it. You know, like, I have a certain kind of music that I make now. I have a name for it. I have a color for it. It's very specific. And it may not be for you, but that's okay. You know, when you're making your music, understand that it's not for everybody. It may be just a small group. You may make heavy metal music, right? You may make heavy, like the hardest heavy metal ever. Just dark, heavy, hard, right? It ain't for everybody, but guess what? Uh, somebody somewhere loves it. Somebody listens to it while they're working out. Somebody's playing uh, Call of Duty with it on. You know, somebody's at the, at, the, at the gun range listening to your album. You don't know. You don't know. You can't go around trying to please everybody. If you make throwback 90s era hip-hop, I mean, Joey Badass is the perfect example. He does not care. He's... In some kind of time machine, and he's there. Just like uh, Leon Bridges. He's in the 50s. He don't care. He dresses like he's in the 50s or whatever. I think it's the 50s. He dresses like he's from the 50s. The music sounds like it's from the 50s. It's amazing. Even you look at his Instagram, the pictures look like they're from the 50s. But I think it's dope. But that's because I like it. But it's not for everybody. You may not 
like it. You may not understand why the music sounds like Sam Cooke or something like that, but I think it's dope. I'm a fan. I will always be a fan. Understand, um, J. Cole dropped a song called uh, False Prophets, right? The first half of it, uh, he was going in, and it sounded like he was talking about Kanye. Cool, whatever. Okay, so the second half of the song, he was saying he had a friend that um, that is an uh, artist and that wants to be a star and that wants success. And basically what I got out of it was a Watchman syndrome. His friend had the Watchman syndrome. He's looking at everybody else's success. And it's like, man, this is what I, I want to have what they got. I'm just as talented as them. And J. Cole says something like, you don't even understand what you already have. You already got fans. You already have everything you need to give the fans what they need. But you're not paying attention. Um, the variety pack. I know we're in this society, and I was looking today on how to uh, speed read. And it's, uh, it's this thing about multitasking and doing more and how can I do more with less time and how can I just manipulate and it's this thing called life hacking and biohacking and everybody's trying to hack and change nature to fit into some kind of rush job right multitasking it's a problem number one it's slowing you down number two it's stressing you out you're trying to do too much. Oh my God, I gotta do this. I gotta do this song. I gotta do this kind of thing. Oh, I gotta do this. I gotta do that, right? And then you're wasting valuable time, right? Because while you're doing all this going around the, the world and going here and going to this level and doing this and then doing this and it's changing, let's do this, right? You're wasting time. And while you're wasting time, your fans are waiting for you, waiting for you to make a decision to pick a color. And go. Right? One of the, uh, the last things is uh, it dampens your creativity. Like, if you're a folk singer and you love acoustic guitar, but your friend is telling you, yo, you need to get with this EDM stuff. You're stressing yourself out trying to figure out how you're going to make EDM. Dog, forget EDM. You like folk music, make folk music. Just make it good. Just make it good. You don't have to please everybody. You don't have to please your friends. You don't have to please your mates, your family, anybody. You make whatever you make from, from the purest, deepest uh, part of your heart with skill, with quality, with care. And you present it to the world the best that you know how to. And I swear to God, somebody, somewhere... It's going to love that stuff, dog. Like, I dropped the album called... Now, let me a little backstory on me. My name is Vertical Jones. Before that, I went as the choir boy, right? So, around 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, I was getting busy. I was all throughout New York performing, SOBs, Joe's Pub, all throughout Bowery, Bowery Poetry Club. I was doing my thing. I was performing all over the place, I was going on little small tours. I was in the Source Unsigned Hype. I was really burning it down. I started to get props, right? But like I talked about in the Watchman Syndrome was 
it's a lot of things that I didn't understand about sound, about uh, sonic quality, and all of these things that I just recently learned. Even then, I was trying to please my parents because I grew up in a church, so I'm going to make uh, conscious music and then, you know, whatever. All of these things I was doing, I was doing for a lot of different reasons. Some of it was me. A lot of it was me trying to be this nice guy and trying to, you know, fit into this uh, clean cut image. I learned later when I went through a really hard time in my life. And then after my daughter was born and the most beautiful thing happened when Symphony was born, I started singing more. And I found this little pocket. Shout out to my man, uh, Chris Classic. I sent him some music. He was like, bro, you like you got your finger on the pulse of something. It's something you almost got it. Just keep going. And that was such a a, a big word of encouragement for, for me uh, from him. So thank you. But I put out this like folk album and it was called Sketches and it was unfinished. It was raw. It was like basically demos of songs. Man, I put that thing out on SoundCloud, man. People was pulling me to the side like, oh my God, this song, I listened to it for three days. I listened to it all day. I love this song. And it blew me away because I didn't know. You know, you know, when you're put, when you're performing, writing, recording, producing in your truth, you don't really know. You know in your heart that is dope. But sometimes it's a little scary. Like I was listening to an interview from Erica Badu, and she was saying when she did that that famous video window seat when she got naked, she was in the car getting ready to come out the car. And undress, and she's like, yo, I really got to do this. Like, yo, this is crazy. And how scared she was. But what a statement. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. What a statement. That video represented so many things for so many different people. And if she chickened out, we would have never got that video, that statement. Uh, a very liberating act of art. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's scary. You know, but you got to do it. I did it, and wow, now I found my foot in a little bit like wow this is what i'm supposed to be doing at this juncture at this point in my life this is this is the vibe this is what i'm doing it's exact you know it's not for everybody you may not like what i'm doing right now but it's okay you know it's like you make cupcakes you know what i'm saying you make good cupcakes like your cupcakes are the best but then your friend comes and be like yo I just had a red velvet cake, bro. Crazy. You may want to sell red velvet cake, red velvet cake, and you like, I'm gonna sell cakes. And then your mother's like, Hey, um, you ever thought selling? You ever thought about doing uh smoothies? You know, everybody's doing this healthy thing. You may want to do some, put some smoothies in there too. So you like, I would do some smoothies. Before you know it, you got a Walmart. Like you got all of these different products in this store. That takes away from your core and what your talent, what your gift, what your passion is. Dog, if it's cupcakes, make cupcakes. If it's trap music, make trap music. You know what I'm saying? Once you understand, and I, I promise you the next episode will be a thousand true fans and uh, the Superphone. 
uh, shout out to big homie Ryan Leslie. Once you realize that you only need a thousand fans, you'll kind of stop trying to please everybody. Understand there's seven and a half billion people in the world and you only need a thousand to make a living. That's a pretty good number, man. That means you can pretty much do whatever you want. My only uh, disclaimer is make sure you're studied. Make sure it's good. Make sure it's quality. Make sure it's sincere. Make sure it's coming from a, a, a real honest place. And enjoy it. And let it go. Let it rip. The variety pack. What's your color? You know what I'm saying? What's your sound? What is it? What are you doing? Like, where are you going? What's your angle? You know what I'm saying? What sound? What, what do you, what do you, you know, what's your thing? If I, if I ask you, like, what kind of music you make, what would you say? I rap. Okay. Cool. What kind of rap? Uh, who do you, who do you, who, if I heard your music, who would I say you sound like? And it's like, you need to know, you need to know, because it will help, man. Like, take somebody like Leon Bridges, man. Like, he loved Genuine, loved Usher, and that kind of music. But somewhere down the line, he got exposed to that work from the 50s and the, the 60s and that soul and that blues. And he fell in love with something. And that helped him with the image, with the videos, with the... The, the, the sound, the soundscape, the sonics, the production, where he was going to record, how he was going to record, and answered a lot of questions for him. You know? The Variety Pack. Don't make the music they like. Make them like the music you make. Until we meet again. Episode 9. The Variety Pack. Any artists, man? Y'all have any? Uh, you have any music you want me to play on the intro? Or if it's good, send it. The Sound University at gmail.com. And uh, check the site out, thesounduniversity.com. All the episodes are there. It's also some merch. Uh, yeah, I'm out, yo. The Sound University podcast is a learning community dedicated to the growth and evolution of today's independent recording artists. We endeavor to gather the most effective tips, tools, and hacks to make life easier for today's recording artists.